welcome to Little Decisions. I'm your host, Victoria Cooper. For those of you just joining us, this is a podcast about kindness, connection, and community. With a home base at the Marigold Market in Winterville every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2, I talk with locals from the Athens and Winterville area about what it means to be kind in the world today. With a retro focus on the 1970s, 80s, and 90s, nostalgia has a heavy presence on this podcast. This episode, Know Who You Are, talks about how important being authentic is in relation to kindness. In an effort to practice what I preach, today's episode will also be a representation of my authentic self. I have several new segments this episode, including local news, experience the market, and serendipitous. I'm so glad you're here. Words Matter is up next. To know thyself is the beginning of wisdom. This famous quote is often attributed to Socrates. But how does one know who they are exactly? Is it based on your primary role, like mother, father, wise old person, trickster, or confidant? Is who you are determined by the actions you've taken? Or do your intentions matter too? Or can you really only know who you are in times of crisis or high stress? I believe knowing who you are is easy. It's accepting it that's hard. To know who you are, one must understand your values and beliefs and know how these are prioritized. I believe you know who you are by trusting your instincts and being willing to explore all the parts of yourself. I believe knowing yourself takes action. And I don't know about you, but I barely have time to do grocery shopping, yet alone a values exercise of some sort. I started this podcast, though, to make time for these challenging but important things so that I can be a kinder person. If that means examining the scaffolding of me, I'll trust the process. This feels especially important for me as a parent, trying hard to protect my children's authenticity and not their experience in this life. Maybe then they won't need a podcast to know who they are. Coming up next, I'll share a little list of how to go about getting to know who you are. Stay tuned. Feel free to grab a pen and paper if you want to jot down some of these ideas while you listen, but the entire list will be linked in the show notes. This list is also based on the responses from the question of the week. Here is the little list of ways to know yourself. One, define your core values and beliefs. These are your rules of life, your code of honor, if you will. And you need to know what these are and how you prioritize them. For example, do you put honesty ahead of integrity? That's something to know. Two, allow yourself to grow, evolve, and change. When growth and change are purposeful, you can be anything you wanna be. Three, change your environment, not yourself. Some places stifle, others inspire. Know which does what for you. Four, overcome limited thinking, like perfectionism, overthinking, etc. You know, those coping mechanisms that we rely on so much. And five, challenge your self-image, update the story of you daily. This means knowing your real strengths and weaknesses and accepting everything that's happened to you.
Included with today's little list will be a specific core values and belief exercise for you to try. I've shared mine at littledecisionspodcast.com as well. This way, you know I practice what I preach. And all of this is why words matter. Up next, I'll dive into the question of the week. Keep listening. For question of the week this week, I asked respondents to consider a list of ways to figure out who you are. This is that little list of ways to know who you are that I just covered. Over 80% of respondents agreed that all of those ways I mentioned were important and possible means of figuring out your authentic self. One patron commented on the survey that the suggestions were, quote, all perpetual, every day, making those little decisions. But not everyone needs to explore themselves. I'm perfectly happy where I am. That's good. (laughs) As for question two, I asked responders to think about what titles they use to name who they are. These included mother, father, child, wise older person, hero, maiden, or trickster. You can view the full list in the show notes along with brief descriptions. Here is one conversation I had explaining why the question ended up on the survey in the first place. I think some of it is like who, what, what you want to be, you know, so like what's your goal too. Sure. You know, because when I talk about kindness, I mean, you know, kindness to ourselves as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah. a lot to that. Those mm-hmm. are good questions. Mm-hmm. I'm good glad, luck with that. I'm glad you like those. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> in truth, I asked this question less for the results and more to get people thinking about the roles that they take on at any given point in the day and how who you are is also dependent on perspective. One couple spent some time on question two, laughing and debating which role each of them was. It was a lovely scene to bear witness to. And that's question of the week. It's important to take stock, see where I am. The only way I know what I really believe is by keeping watch over what I do. Sister Helen Prejean, death penalty abolitionist. You just put your hand on a rope somewhere and keep pulling, and it brings us into community. Sister Helen Prejean. Our first piece of local news comes from the Athens Magazine Summer 2021 edition. Page 20 is dedicated to the Firefly Trail, and in the article is mentioned that the Georgia Department of Transportation believes the trail, quote, will attract about 1.1 million uses per year. That's over 3,000 people each day on a trail 39 miles long. I was blown away by just how used the trail will be. Next in local news comes from the Winter Gazette, which is the official newsletter of the Winterville Municipal Government. Several key things of note in the current July through September issue are, on page 14, This podcast is mentioned along with all the other wonderful vendors that participate in the Marigold Market. Now, of course, the S is missing from decisions and little decisions, but I'm sure a retraction will be made in the next issue. A few pages later, on 19, is the Citizen Spotlight. I'd like to take a moment to read this out loud, since it's about our beloved Marigold Market Manager herself, Sherry Anderson. This is Citizen Spotlight from the Winterville Gazette. Sherry Anderson was born and raised in Miami, where the diversity of cultures became an integral part of her life, and that broad sense of community still fuels her today, underpinning her drive to create and sustain the Marigold Market. She is concerned that, quote, social media, technology, and the typical American lifestyle have brought the experience of community to the verge of extinction. 
Though her primary employment is in life insurance, in 2019, Sherry was also serving as the manager for the West Broad Farmers Market and looking for opportunities for the vendors there to further develop their businesses. Having heard about the initiative in Winterville, she attended the exploratory meeting at the depot, wondering if the new market might allow the West Broad vendors to expand their reach. When I met Mayor Dodd Farrell, and local producers at the train depot back in February 2020, she says, I knew I had found my people. I was only there in a support role, but this was an opportunity to follow my passion with people of like mind. It turned out to be a luckier break than she realized. Two days after the meeting, the West Broad Market lost funding for Sherry's position, and she was released from her contract. A week after that, the country went into quarantine. But Sherry is tenacious. In 2012, finding herself newly single after 23 years as a stay-at-home mom to eight kids, Sherry went back to college in 2015 after her supervisor at a temporary job encouraged her to continue her education. She earned a degree in business administration with concentrations in leadership and accounting in 2018. When the pandemic hit, Sherry came up with the ingenious idea of launching the Marigold Market as a drive through When I reached out to Dodd, he said he believes in fate and had known at the depot meeting that I was the person for the job. Since Sherry has been at the helm, the original vision has grown to become the Marigold Collective, which will further the mission of providing local, affordable, fresh food for the community by creating a food hub and a shared commercial kitchen that will allow local cooks to increase their production of prepared foods to sell. Working to create the Marigold Market has been such a satisfying experience, she says. Everyone deserves fresh, affordable food. My favorite part of what I do is witnessing the community connections grow between producers and their customers while providing access to local fare. Some of Sherry's favorite motivational phrases are, keep moving forward, do the next thing, and treat people the way you want to be treated. It certainly sounds like Winterville can have every expectation that Sherry will help our city keep moving forward and building the foundational community connections that will bring about Sherry's goal a sustainable local food system that will serve the Winterville and East Athens communities for years to come. Thank you, Sherry. If you would like to receive a digital copy of the Winterville Gazette, please email Winterville Gazette, that's Winterville, G-A-Z-E-T-T-E, at gmail.com with your name and address. You can join the Winterville Gazette on Facebook and or subscribe to the next door email list for Winterville if you would like more information. And last, but certainly not least, today, July 22nd, is National Hammock Day. The hammock is often seen as a symbol of summer, leisure, relaxation, and simple, easy living. So grab your favorite book, put up your feet, and go lay in a hammock. And that's local news. Hello. Hello. Now, this next segment is new, and it's called Experience the Market. And this is where you get to hear for the first time the audio recordings that I do on Saturdays while at the Marigold Market. I want to take a moment and help you experience the market with me. Because as one listener recently informed me, I use my space to present a way for people to engage with the podcast and in turn spread kindness. After all, um, it's about kindness. Good. Yeah. So what happens when you first come to the Marigold Market? Well, let's hear. How are you this morning? I'm pretty good, just being nosy, I guess. Yeah? I well, found her, I 
kind of been wondering what's been going on up here every weekend. I haven't had time to stop till now. Well, I'm glad you can buy. <laughs> well, I'm a little different than the other vendors. I actually have a podcast. Um, it's called Little Decisions. Um, and so what I'm doing is I'm selling uh, wares and things like that to fund the podcast. Um, and so most of my stuff, some of it is kind of themed from the 70s, 80s, or 90s. And some of it is just kind of fun stuff that, you know, I need to sell. So. Now, my table specifically has a lot of different things. It includes some crafts and some retro wares and, of course, some art. Oh, these are fun to make. They are really, they really are. Um, most of this stuff is pretty fun to make. Uh, I'll actually make it while I'm writing for the podcast. And this podcast wouldn't be anything without its chihuahua producer, Angel. Hello, little producer. Say hi. Say hi. Does that human carry you around a lot? Mm-hmm. In fact, my entire family is incredibly supportive. You got any pineapple juice? purchase anything? Are you sure? Do you have a credit card? I can write it for you now. Maybe a little too supportive. While at the Marigold Market, I have some wonderful conversations. And this past weekend was no different. Here's my conversation with Becky. Then my youngest one has given me grandkids and her kids have given me great grandkids. <laughs> Becky and I started our conversation by talking about family. And then we moved on about how nice it is to be able to have these conversations again face to face. I love getting out. When the virus started, I had to stay in the house all the time except for doctor's appointments, medicine, Mail and farm. When I explained what my podcast is about, Becky asked how she could listen. Well, I don't have a computer, but if I can get it on my phone, I can. You can, mm -hmm. and it's very easy to listen to. You can just click and you'll see the episode right there. Mm -hmm. Is it only for humans? <laughs> well, yes, Becky, all you need is a phone. Actually, all you need is an internet connection, so you can listen to the podcast through your computer, through your phone, any device that has internet, tablet, anything. Little Decisions is also now on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Soon, this podcast will be available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also simply go to littledecisionspodcast.com to listen. This includes the podcast, my vlog series called War Room Diaries, and my blog. Thank you, Becky. Lastly, I learned a little something about a game called Pickleball. I'm going to teach her how to play Pickleball. Oh, how do you play that? Have you heard of Pickleball? I hadn't. We play doubles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes it easier. But really? Yeah. No, I'm going to look it up and try to teach my little ones. I have oh, a yeah. six-year-old and a nine-year-old. It's, so I'm always looking for something for them to do other than play on the computer. Well, you can even buy nets. Mm -hmm. Buy the nets yeah. and set it up in your driveway and make little ones for them oh, instead of a full court. Yeah. Just get them and you, have, you get a paddle, two yeah. paddles, but they're wiffle balls oh, okay. that you hit. Yeah. But boy, can when you're hitting yeah, the good people, they can really go fast. Yeah. I've included in the show notes the actual rules of pickleball and a few fun videos about it. I hope you enjoy.
A lot of the conflict you have in your life exists simply because you're not living in alignment. You're not being true to yourself. Steve Maraboli, Unapologetically You. I believe in the power of affirmations, so this week I wanted to provide you with one. This is in line, of course, with today's topic. So this week's affirmation is the world wants me to be myself. Now with affirmations, I like to look in a mirror and say them three times. So if you can, at some point today, if you can't do it right now, please don't do it if you're driving. Look in a mirror, look yourself in the eye, and say this. The world wants me to be myself. The world wants me to be myself. The world wants me to be myself. To end the show this week, I want to try out a new segment I'm calling Serendipitous. This is about those moments in life that feel like more than just coincidences. Instead, these moments feel as though they are a happy discovery of the inner workings of the universe. Mostly, these moments are beautiful connections that help me give my life meaning. This week's Serendipitous set of events concerns a sad subject, but the end is sweet, I promise. For my regular listeners, you remember I mentioned the concept of memento mori last week. Remember, you will die. One of my grandmothers, Grandma Pat, listened to the episode and then shared with me a piece she'd written by the same name some years ago. These events are serendipitous because the piece is about my father's death, and I was at the time writing my own piece about the same subject. The, di- the connection of my work and life felt serendipitous. Grandma Pat writing such a wonderfully vulnerable piece, which includes the following, quote, He was certainly intelligent, but above all, he was kind. Feels like something out there telling me I'm on the right path with this journey, wherever that might be taking me. So, thanks for listening this week, and as always, pineapple care. <laughs>